0: Today we are speaking with Sydney Hart. Sydney is a triple threat as a brand and web designer who is also a copywriter and she makes her clients visually magnetic. She uses her diverse experience to craft gorgeous brands that have been even better strategy behind them. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Decoded, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better, to grow your business. And today, I am so excited. We have a special guest, Sydney, and today we are talking all about how to cultivate an audience beyond the follow button, okay? Because we want to continue to nurture our audiences well beyond when they follow, well beyond the other groups and communities that they join online. So this is going to be a really good episode. So I hope that you have your pens and papers ready. Welcome, Sydney. How are you doing
1: today? I'm doing amazing. Thanks so much, Michelle, for having me on. I'm a huge fan of your podcast, so I'm excited to just kind of talk through some things today and give your audience some tips.
0: Yes, we are ready for these tips, and I'm so excited to have you on today. If you could please just tell us a little bit more about yourself, how you got started in social media, and how you connect communities and why this is so passionate for you.
1: Yeah, no problem. So I started my journey about, I would say, 10 years ago. Um, I took a media course and I accidentally fell in love and I actually ended up going to college for journalism. I thought that I was going to be in TV news and doing like producing and things on the back end. Um, but I found that I wanted something with a little more freedom. Right. Um so I actually got my first Instagram page while I was in college. And I really fell in love with the way that folks could express themselves. And really just, you know, as we see, people use social media as a diary, they use it as, you know, an opportunity to like share their wins or their losses, um, or just, you know, share in general. So I think that social media has been really influential in my life. I've had various like digital strategy roles and I learned along those lines with my information about brand strategy that it all goes hand in hand. Your digital presence aligns with what you wanna do in your brand in general. And I think it's really important that folks know you need to have a a audience period. I think um, I'm a huge fan of like pop culture. So I watch a lot of like YouTube channels and things of that sort. And I realized that a lot of these folks, I would want to learn more. I would want to do more. I would want to see more and I would just reach a dead end. So that's when I decided to kind of shift my the audience that I serve to content creators and folks in the media space because, I mean, they're already online. So all they really need is that extra push to to look and feel the way that they deserve. Yes, I love that. See, on the Social Media Decoded podcast, of
0: course, we always have the top experts in whatever um, niche that we are talking about. So I'm so excited to get into today's discussion. So let's get into it and let's talk about why is community building beyond social media, beyond these social networks important? I feel like as business owners, we may not, some of us may not necessarily understand the importance of continuing to nurture our audience beyond the follow button, beyond the likes. Like, what do we do after that? So why is it important for us to build community beyond that, that follow button?
1: Yeah, that's an amazing question. And I think it's, it's three reasons in particular, right? So- the first one I'm always going to mention is leverage, um, because to be honest, as much as we love social media and all of its ups, we can also get frustrated by all of its downs. So I always ask folks is if, if Instagram or Facebook was to crash tomorrow, if TikTok was to be disabled because of some mysterious community guidelines, y'all know how they act, um, you know, what would you do? would you have a place for your audience to go to, right? Would those brands that are reaching out to you to partner, would they be as excited if you don't necessarily have a social media platform? So I think being able to leverage something outside of metrics and following can be amazing. If you understand your community and you give them a place like a website to go to learn more and to revisit, that's amazing. Um, I also think community care is like immense it's like my my bread and butter um, I think a lot of the times people have these followings and they focus a lot on the brand side they focus a lot on the personal side you know what they want to post what they where their heart is leading them to, and we're not necessarily saying that you should ignore your gut, but you have to give your community a chance to not only become a follower, but become a true fan of your work and ultimately be an advocate of what you do. You have to decide, once I do get a follower, what is their journey going to be? So putting effort into your journey, um, into the journey that your consumers are taking, you have to understand that your community wants to feel valued. They want to feel heard. And if you're just posting and ghosting, and if you're not necessarily giving them a chance to learn more about you and to be even more invested, then you're cheating yourself. And then the last thing I think is controlling your narrative. Social media gives you a very limited range of storytelling. Um, but when you have something like a strategic website, it gives you the tools To build out your brand story. You don't have to spend so much time building up a certain image when you have a platform that says everything for you. Social media can, you know, kind of ebb and flow. The posts can get buried under, you know, hundreds and hundreds of others. So you and your audience really just deserve a space that's not dependent on an algorithm, but your brand in general
0: that last, that last quote, you deserve a place, your audience deserves a place where you're not dependent on this algorithm, right? There's so many algorithms on all of these different apps, but when you develop that community outside of that, you get to control that, right? You get to control your email list. So I think that those tips were just spot on, spot on with um, helping us to understand why we need to build community beyond these social networks. So I also want to talk about Getting people to follow us beyond social media, that's hard too, right? How is a business owner creative influencer? how do we get people to follow us beyond social media? It could be as simple as asking them to do that right, but I know it's it's much more to it, but what are some tips and some ways that or maybe you even you have seen some brands online um utilizing some great tips on getting people to follow um them beyond social media,
1: yeah, I definitely think um. It's amazing to pull your audience and figure out what they want to see, but I think before people even take that step, they have to take a step back and figure out what it is that they want for their own business and brand. I think a lot of people, especially creators, if you sit down and ask them what their plan is for the next 3 to 5 years, They wouldn't really know. They would just be like, look, I'm going to take whatever partnerships come. I'm going to take whatever, um, you know, followers come and I'll kind of change as I go. And that's great to evolve, you know, and give yourself that flexibility, but you have to determine what are your business goals. Once you've determined that, Once you've determined what services, products, or just um, opportunities that you want to create for your audience, then you have to figure out what are they struggling with um, and how you want to map out their journey. So when I say, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just agreeing, not in an agreement. Yeah. When I say map out your journey, I mean, like determine the journey that you want your audience to embark on. um, And then once they reach that, once they reach that destination, figure out what action you want them to take. Um, I think it's really important to not just say, hey, visit my email, read my blog, you know, um, see my new updated portfolio, but to also say, okay, once they reach that, what do I want them to do? Do I want them to share on social? Do I want them to join an email list? Um, and you also have to make sure that you're consistent across all avenues. I think it's really important that folks have the same experience on social media, on your website, on your YouTube channel. Um, And that can get pretty, pretty, those lines can get pretty blurred because people feel like they have to have a certain persona on certain platforms. And that doesn't necessarily have to be true at all.
0: Absolutely. I feel like you do not have to be somebody different on all these different platforms. Thank you so much for bringing up that great point. I also want to talk about some do's and don'ts when it comes to building out this strategy, right? Of how to grow our communities, how to get our communities on these different um, platforms and other things we have outside of social media. Um, I think that there are some right and wrong ways to do so. And I'm pretty sure you've seen some, some don'ts where you're like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have did it that way. So can you share with us some do's and don'ts of how to get people in your outside communities? What have you seen work best?
1: Yeah, so I think um the first thing I would say, if you do not have a website or if you are in a place where you want to redo your website, choose a platform for your needs. I think a lot of folks lean on, um, you know, the more popular platforms, which is fine because they see everyone else doing it. But really sit down, compare and contrast the Wix from the Squarespace, from the WordPress And also, I would say research what folks are complaining about (laughs) on these platforms, because as a website designer, I've designed on many of them. Right. And I have my favorites. I have my dislikes. And I make sure that clients know when they come to me like, hey, I think this is best for what you need. Right. Um, So if you're a blogger, if you are a photographer, if you simply have service services or if you have strictly products, you have to understand what platform works for you. So definitely do your research. Um, I also think even when we're talking about consistency, that, um, that tip about not necessarily feeling like you have to fit a certain box for a certain platform is really, really big. I definitely have experienced when I have been in love with a person's persona on Instagram or YouTube. And then I hit their website and they're giving me very corporate speak when they were very, you know, kind of homegirl energy, very like, casual in those other spaces and it kind of threw me a little bit you know so figure out um, I'm always a fan of making a word bank for your brand I do it for my clients I watch their videos I read their blog posts I see what words they're using over and over so we can make sure we we replicate that right so I think it's really important to understand how you communicate um, the other two things I'll say is do competitor analysis. I think a lot of folks, whenever I ask them what makes them unique about you know what they do or what makes them better, I always position my clients to brag on themselves. Right? Don't be afraid to to shout out your wins. Don't be afraid to brag on yourself. As long as we're not um, you know downing or dragging down another business owner, feel free to shout out what it is that you've done. So make sure that you're taking the time to figure out. Okay, what has this person done on their website that I want to that I want to be inspired by? Right. What do they do really well when it comes to marketing their email list? What do they not do? Well, what it is, what what is it when I visit their website that I wish they would have done? Right. Because that's a gap that you can fill. Um, So definitely do competitor analysis. And then the last thing I definitely want to say is that you don't want to ignore your copywriting and your photography. Um, I think it's really, really important that you not necessarily, and I'm not a fan of the word professionalism, but you do want to have a certain presence that positions you as an authority, right? So if it's a selfie, just make sure that it's well lit. Make sure that, you know, you might want to use a timer instead of like having your arm in the shot. Like, there's so many different things you can do to give your audience the best experience um, that you possibly can. Once once they reach you outside of Instagram, Facebook, etc.
0: Yes, that word experience. We want to give our community, our clients, our customers an experience. And I think that, like you said, when they see you on social media and then they go to your website, it should be the same type of conversation. If you follow me. You listen to this podcast. You listen to me on Instagram. Then you go listen to YouTube video. It's all the same. Like It's all the same Michelle. It's not one Michelle that's corporate Michelle. And then there's another Michelle Mm -hmm. on all these platforms. It is all me. And I think that when people join to be a part of your community they look for stuff like that they want to say okay this person is authentic and i they show up everywhere the same so you need to make sure that your business's messaging is the same across all of your platforms it has that people do they will not follow you on all these platforms if they feel like they're disconnected you want to make sure that your whole digital ecosystem wherever you are works for you so i'm really glad that you that you brought up that point Um, I want to talk about getting information from our community because I think it's really important that we poll our community, that we really figure out what it is that they want. I think that a lot of creatives, business owners who are on social media may focus towards what they want to post. And a lot of pages are so self-centered. And I think we definitely need to move away from that, right? Instagram is a place of community, right? It is not the app that it Mm -hmm. was before. And we need to be able to make sure that we're polling our audience and really researching and figuring out what it is that they want so that we can continue to create these communities, to create content that best serves them. So, what type of information should we be getting from our community so that we can best serve them on social media and beyond?
1: Yeah. So one of my favorite things, and in like the copywriting uh, and marketing space, we call this uh, market research, right? This is one of my absolute favorite things um, for clients to do, for me to do for them. Um, I think First of all, we were talking about competitor analysis, right? Have your audience do competitor analysis for you. Ask them what it, what's their pet peeve about your industry, right? What is their pet peeve about social media managers? What is their pet peeve about other influencers? What is their pet peeve about business owners in general, right? Because that is going to be a huge opportunity for you to follow up And say, what is it that you love about me and my brand? What is it that keeps you coming back? Is it the way that I speak? Is it the way that I always show up? Is it the way that I sometimes don't show up and take care of myself and set boundaries, right? It could be so many different things. Um, I also think figuring out what their struggles and their fears are. Um, A lot of times, especially when it comes to social media, folks will DM you stuff that they would never comment, right? Or never put in an Instagram story question box, right? So take the time to scroll through your comments, take the time to scroll through your DMs and scroll through your email replies and figure out what is it that folks are afraid to say out loud, but they're okay with saying to me, right? You have to understand that a lot of the times when folks are not investing, that could mean a follow button, that could mean dollars, that could mean a website visit. When they're not investing in you, that doesn't necessarily always mean that what you have is not cream of the crop, right? It could also be something within them or within their past experience that's holding them back. Um, and then the last thing I want to definitely say when it comes to like market research and pulling info it's figuring out what they consume. When they're not on social media, what do they watch on Netflix? What do they watch on Hulu? What podcasts do they listen to? What artists do they listen to? Because that's something easily that you can implement into your marketing strategy, into your emails and onto your website. I always tell folks like, I love Megan Thee Stallion. I love Beyonce. I, but my clients many a times do, right? So that might be a headline where I reference a Beyonce line and immediately it's a connection, right? It didn't necessarily take, um, you know, a hundred steps to, to do what I needed it to do. It took one because I took what they love and flipped it to communicate my message.
0: Oh, that's so huge. I remember I did. I took a Beyonce. Um, I think I created a meme and I was like, we can't be like Beyonce and not have no captions on these posts. And like so many people resonated with it because we all know that the Queen Bee, Queen Bey, do not be, she does not put captions under her Instagram posts. She just shows up for you guys and we just love it. Right. It is just who Beyonce is. Right. She just don't have to respond to us, but. You as a business owner, we are not Beyonce. So you need to come to Instagram with captions. So I love that you said that. Just looking... Listening to your audience, maybe they like a specific song. Maybe you could create a playlist for them and send it to them. Say, hey, I came up with this work playlist or I don't know, social media playlist to listen to while you're doing some work or something and send it to them. Okay. It's so many different ways that you can connect with your audience and really understand their needs and that way be able to turn around and create content that's best for them. So I love all of those tips that you provided there. Oh my gosh. We we really want to be able to understand our audience. And the only way to do that is to consistently poll them and to consistently get this information. So another thing I want to talk about is staying in touch with our communities because of course we have them at our fingertips, right? But what are some methods and strategies that you've seen that maybe work best when it's when you want to stay in touch with your community? And maybe if you are coming up, coming. You know, you're coming up on a launch and you're like, oh, I want to make sure that my community knows about this. How do we best keep in touch with our communities to let them know about our different updates and things we have going on? What are some best strategies that you have seen?
1: Yeah, I love that question Um, because there's so many. Right. (laughs) You get to kind of decide and pick and choose what you want to, um, what you want to work with. Right. So of course, in the business world, everyone is going to point you to an email list that is going to be your bread and butter. It's something simple that folks can kind of, um, trade to you for whatever it is you have for them. So a lot of, um, folks who are creators, I've, i realized that they're like, well, I don't necessarily have anything that I'm selling to my audience right now. Like if anything, it's maybe telling them about like a new brand partnerships. I don't necessarily know what to email my audience, right? So with email, you can do whatever you want, right? It could be an email that you send once a week talking about an experience you had. It could be a a monthly newsletter where you simply do a roundup of like all your affiliate links or your resource shop. Um, If you have a merch shop, maybe you just want to send out an email every once in a while, Um, but you could also send an email about like brand partnerships. Like maybe there's simply one that you say, hey, these other brands I'm working with this month, here are all the links, reply and let me know what you would like to see in the future, right? It could simply be that. And then as you start to gain more insight from your audience, you can start to experiment. Um, The next thing I'll say is of course, text message marketing, um, which you can implement this when you capture folks' emails, you can also ask them for their phone numbers. Um, but I find text message marketing is great for any like flash sales. If you want to update folks on blog posts that are live, because nine times out of 10, they're probably going to read it on their phone. Like just giving folks updates on what it is that you're doing. You might even be able to make an automation where if you go live on Instagram or if there's like an IGTV video that's being posted, folks get a text message. Like it could be as simple as that. I think a few other options and methods about staying in touch is starting a membership. If you're interested in that, um, that is something that I think folks have been leaning more into, um, especially if they're at a point where they're getting so much volume, where they're not able to do as much one-on-one work. Um, so that could mean turning your services or your products into a membership. That could mean the membership is, hey, y'all, we all hop on a call once a month and I give you advice and you walk away with the advice. Like that's it, right? It could be something as simple as that. And then I also think um, partnerships and collaborations, not just brands, but with people. Um, I think it's really important to research. Like we said, doing that competitor analysis, maybe those competitors that you researched six months ago, you're like, okay, now I want to link up with them and do a carousel. Now I want to do like an Instagram live series. Now we might even want to do a collaboration and sending out a newsletter, right? It could be as simple as that, but making sure that your audience always has something new, um, to, to come back to, right? And introducing them to folks who you admire and folks who inspire you. And then, of course, post notifications. If we're talking about social media, just giving your audience a chance to be notified, like making sure that they know, hey, this is an option. If you have your notifications on, I don't, but like, if you have your notifications on, turn your post notifications on and know when I always post. Um so those are definitely some methods that I've seen work work really well and staying connected.
0: Yes, that text mes- message marketing is is I might be testing that out soon. I definitely agree with the membership. Like you said, I have my monthly membership and we do monthly masterclasses every single month. So like you said, we come with a specific topic every month. And then I also have other modules and resources available for my membership. So I definitely think that a membership is a great way to stay connected with your community, a great way to continue to bring them value outside of social media, because now they're invested in your membership, right? So they're still going to follow you on social media. And I will say that a lot of the people that are in my membership Are really great supporters and they follow me outside of the outside of the membership and always um, make sure that they show up for my content and share my content and really are invested in me and my business and I'm really so appreciative about that. So if you are interested in building more community, I definitely do suggest um, a membership. I am going to be looking into text message marketing because I feel like it's so powerful and it's just another avenue to like be right there at your audience's fingertips. Right as soon as you send a text message, they're gonna get that notification. If it's a blog post, if it's you know something new that you have, um, I love monthly new le- newsletters that you like. Um, like you said, I send a newsletter every Monday with a quick tip and also with the other content that I may have that people may have missed. So, so many opportunities for you to keep up with your audience outside of social media. So. After this episode, you have no reason whatsoever to not keep up with your community and not continue to build the strong communities that we are all building. So this has been such a great episode, Sydney. I appreciate you for coming on today's podcast and dropping some knowledge and all the gems that you dropped. So I hope the listeners picked up some of these gems. I hope that you have written some of these down. And if you love this episode, make sure that you definitely leave the social media decoded podcast a rating and review because every single rating and review helps this podcast to be heard by more people so before we go sydney if you could please let everyone know where we can find you online and what you have going on because you dropped some amazing gems and we want to make sure that the listeners here keep up with you outside of this podcast
1: yes no problem um so TikTok and YouTube is going to be the place for y'all to keep up with me, um, as well as Instagram. So at all of those platforms, you can find me at withheartcreative.studio. Um, of course, my website is always open and welcome. Um, if any one of you have any questions, if any one of you have um, anything that you want to learn further, anything you want to follow up on when it comes to this episode, I'm completely open to it. Uh, I always tell folks that if you have a question, if you have a, a comment or a concern, don't be afraid to reach out to someone who understands that lane. Um, at least for me, my DMs are always open and I'm always going to be welcoming um, to anyone that comes through the, uh, those digital doors.
0: Yes. And we appreciate that. And we'll definitely be leaving all of Sydney's information in the show notes. So you will have all the ways that you can access and get the information from her in the show notes. So again, Sydney, thank you so much for coming on today and just dropping gems and the amazing knowledge that you provided with us. And yes, I am so excited. I make sure I followed you on Instagram so that I keep up with everything that you have going on as well. No problem. Thank you.